let's get into the message this morning because I love talking about hearing God's voice. And to set this up just a little bit, I want you to know that you hear God's voice and you hear God's voice. It is so good to see you guys. Uh, you hear God's voice and you hear God's voice often. I think it's just a failure on our part as Christ followers to know or to recognize that we're hearing God's voice. Raise your hand. I hope that everybody's hand goes up with this. Uh, raise your hand if you've ever had the sense or the prompting to do something that was not selfish. Thank you. I was, almost everybody raised their hands. Yeah, if you ever had the sense to do something that's not selfish, guess who that sense or prompting came from? God. Because that does not come from your flesh. It does not come from yourself. Listen, we as human beings, and don't look, don't look at your spouse or around the room when I say this, but we as human beings, we're, we're kind of selfish. Not kind of. We, we're pretty selfish and sometimes really selfish. So anytime we have the sense or the prompting to do something for someone else, something that's not selfish, listen, that prompting, that sense is coming from God. And in that moment, you need to begin to recognize that you heard God's voice. Because that's the way he speaks or one of the ways that he speaks. There's only been maybe one time, maybe a few times in my life where I felt like, I felt like, God spoke audibly to me. There was nobody else in the room, so I couldn't attest to that, but I felt like it was kind of startling type of thing, like, whoa, right? There's really only a handful of times in Scripture that we know for certain that God's voice was audible because more than one person heard it. A group of people would hear it. But God is constantly speaking to us, and it would do us well to recognize, begin to recognize when that is happening. Listen, God has spoken in times past, and he still speaks today. Hearing his voice will positively shape your life and future. And that positively, I think, is dual purpose. It absolutely will, and it will be positive if we're hearing God's voice as we walk through this life that he's designed for us to live. So how many of you love navigation apps? Like, you love navigation apps. I don't necessarily feel like I need navigation. If I'm going someplace for the first... I was looking for something to throw. I don't necessarily feel like I need, and maybe there's other males in the room too, that feel, I don't necessarily feel like I need navigation. And if I'm going to some place for the first time, I absolutely do. But I'm pretty good with directions. I know that if I make enough right turns, I end up, or left turns, I guess, I end up back in the same place and I can judge that. And, um, but I love when I'm going to a new place using a navigation app. In fact, many times, even if I'm just traveling to a place I already know of, I turn my navigation app on because I just, I like that arrival time. Anybody else with me? And I, more than that, I like to beat that arrival. Yeah, there's no way Google is going to tell me when to arrive. I'm going to arrive when I want to, and it's going to be a little bit quicker than what you just told me. Um, but navigation apps are fantastic. They're fantastic, and, and I love when I'm going to someplace new and I miss a turn, and it tells me, take the next legal U-turn, or it reroutes me. I love that. Listen, we need to begin to look to God for that, for that navigation through life because he is constantly speaking to us. He is constantly directing us, and I love the fact that when I take a misstep, he says, redirecting, most of the time in a very merciful way. 
Now, I think, I think Siri, I use Google, I, I'm an iPhone user, I, iPad, and so I, but I use Google Maps because I like it better. It seems like now the Apple Maps is advancing. I just don't like her tone. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't like her tone when, I, when I'm not going the direction that she wants me to go. However, God is typically very gentle with me when I take a misstep in redirecting my steps. It's typically like a, hey, Dave, by the way, you missed your turn, right? And maybe he gets a little bit louder when, when I ignore him. But I, I love those, and, and we, use them, we use them often. Look at John 16, verse 13. Man, I just looked at the time for the first time this morning, and what? John 16, verse 13 says this. But when he, the spirit of truth, comes, he will guide you into all the truth, he will not speak on his own. He will speak only what he hears, and he will tell you what is yet to come. When we, when we see the spirit of truth being mentioned here, we're talking about the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit, God himself, is with us all the time. And I love that this gives me the confidence that he is consistently speaking to me to guide me in this journey that he's called me to live. Oh, I, I meant to mention the notes. There were a few errors in the notes. Uh, and so at last minute, Pastor Farrell, we were actually practicing for worship, and Pastor Farrell gives me a call. And when I see Farrell's name pop up, that's not one of those ones I let just go to voicemail. <laughs> Don't you love caller ID? Oh, man. Right? But anyways, I answered, and there were some, there were some uh, errors in the notes, and he did not want those notes in, in your hands. Uh, so we, we removed. That's why, you don't have, that's why you don't have notes. Now, if you're following along in the app, then they're, they're there. But... Um, <laughs> <laughs> so in times past, God spoke through angels, a burning bush, a donkey, don't you love that story? Dreams, visions, human beings, and a still small voice, and he is still speaking to us today. So why we don't hear the voice, here's some reasons why we don't hear the voice of God. The first thing would be this, and there's probably a, a much longer list than this, but for the sake of time, the first thing is this, our lives are too loud. Our lives are too loud. You know, even as a, even as a pastor uh, or being on staff, there's responsibilities that we have, obviously, on Sunday mornings, and there's things that have to be done, and we want them done right because we care about those that we're ministering to. And, and I've had to be real careful. Now, I've, I've been okay with this for quite some time, but I had to be real careful not to allow my life and even the ministry that God's called me to to be so busy on a Sunday morning that I forget the whole reason why he's called me to do it. And that's for you guys and anybody else that he brings here, right, to be with us. I would encourage you to have that same sentiment. There's things that you're going to have to do after church uh, this, this afternoon, but let's make sure that, that one of the reasons we come is to, to spend time with each other and not to rush by each other, making our way uh, to the seat or making our way afterwards to our vehicle. So our lives are just too loud. Let's, let's quiet our lives down just a bit. How about this? Our schedules are too busy. We talked about some of this last week in remaining in God, just making sure that we're spending time with God. If you looked at your daily schedule, those things that might have made it to your calendar and maybe those things that don't make it to your calendar, is your life too busy to stop and hear God? Man, this is so critically, this is vital for us as Christ followers, not to be so busy with life that we're not hearing God. And the third thing is, is 
we surround ourselves, and maybe we could go back to even the series uh, prior to this with choices, but we surround ourselves with distractions. We allow distractions to be in our lives, and when we allow those distractions to be in our life, we fail to hear or to take time to listen to God. So let's get into a few points about hearing God speak, hearing God speak. The first thing is this, because we are different, look around the room real quick, we're pretty different. Isn't that a wonderful thing? You're, some of y'all are like afraid to look young. <laughs> we are quite different, but because we are different, we hear in different ways. How many of you know if we just break it down in some simple terms, women and men hear in different ways, right? <laughs> Amen, says a married woman. Amen. <laughs> Amen. We hear in different ways. And because we are created differently, because our personalities and characteristics are different, we hear in different ways, and that's okay. So listen, I do my best to listen when God speaks, but sometimes my attention is elsewhere, and he has to do something, sometimes drastic, to get my attention. I hope that I'm not the only one in the room that every once in a while, God just goes, boop. Right, right, like, oh, okay, now I stop and listen. My, my wife is so, so gracious and so loving, and, and there's been too many, way too many times, and I'm sure there's going to be too many times uh, in the future, that she's saying something to me, and I'm, I'm looking at her, but I'm just not, I'm just not hearing. I, I'm listening, but not hearing. I'm hearing, but not, anyways, I'm not getting what she is saying to me. And there's been a few times where I've recognized that and just said, whoa, 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 stop. You, I'm so sorry. You got to start over. I was looking at you, but I didn't hear a word you said. I'm not saying that's a healthy thing. I want to I grow out of that. But there's just, listen, there's times when God is speaking to me, and he's just got to get my attention. He's got to say, Dave, Dave, stop and look at me. Right, right here, right here. Look, we're different, and we're going to hear in different ways. How many of you would say that when God speaks to you, it's, it's, it's almost always just gentle? Just gentle. All right? How many of you would say, I mean, there's, there's more frequent times that God has to raise his voice just to get your attention just a little bit? Anybody? Yeah, because we're different, God speaks us to, to us in different ways. It's important for you to know that about yourself. I think it's important for us to know that about each other as well. The next thing is this. We can tune in through relationship. I love so much how this, the first message of, of this series links with the last message of the last series about remaining in God, a choice. We make a choice to remain in God. But we tune into God's voice through relationship. We learned last week in John 15, 4, that we must remain in him. And the easiest way to hear God is by staying connected, by remaining in him. Listen, if we're most of the time, if, if, if we're more frequently uh, detached from God and not communicating with him, it's going to be harder for us to hear him speak when he does. And I say when he does because he absolutely does, and he does it frequently. We just fail to hear. So what's the easiest way or what's the best way to hear God speak is to make sure that we stay in close relationship with him, that we recognize his voice. In fact, Jesus said, my sheep, they know my voice. They follow. Listen, we've, we've got to know God's voice as Christ followers. 
I believe, and this would, in, this would be including myself, I believe that all of our lives would be drastically different if we heard God speak to us every time he was speaking and we followed. And I'm including myself in that. So the first one is just knowing that he speaks to us in different ways because we're different. The second thing is tune in through relationships, stay connected to him. And the third thing is this, silence is key. Silence is key. Listen, this is, this is one of those things that is extremely difficult for me. I mean, I've loved Jesus since I can remember. I gave my life to him just before I turned five years old. I've always loved him. I've always served him. I've followed him the best that I can. But I still struggle at times just being silent, like coming into his presence. And we're going to practice that some tonight being in his presence, and then just me being silent. And by that, I'll, I'll go back to the exhortation that I gave in the prayer, peace be still. Like just let everything shut off. I have a really difficult time with that. So the thing that, I, the thing that I've had to come to do is even in the times of being silent, when I, when I start to sense my mind begin to race in all sorts of different directions, I take just a moment, just a, a few moments, very briefly, just to pray in the Spirit. And that kind of calms my mind and quiets my, my, my soul so that I can stay silent before God. Listen, we've got to practice this consistently in our lives. We've got to put time in every day just to sit silently. If you've got to commute to work, and back home, that's a great time to do it. Just be quiet. For me, I have to be careful because I love getting in my car and turning on you know, praise and worship music almost every time. But there's sometimes I get in my car and I just sense God saying, listen, don't turn the music on. I just want you to be quiet. We've got to practice that. Silence is key. So how does God speak to us today? We're going to go through this whole series, and we're going to talk about the ways that God speaks to us. So each Sunday morning, we're going to focus on just a few. So how does he speak to us? Here's one way that he speaks to us. And I li listen, even through this series, I don't think that we're going to talk about every way that he does that. But here's, the, here's the, one of the main ways that God speaks to us. God speaks through his word. Hold your Bible up if you have a paper, paper Bible or a device if you follow uh, Scripture in your device because that's what I use almost every time now is, is either my laptop or my phone or my iPad. Listen, God speaks through his word. 2 Timothy 3, 16 and 17 says this. All Scripture. What does all Scripture mean? All Scripture. All, every bit of it. This is why I think it's very important. We talked about a few weeks ago, may, having a plan where we're reading through God's word. I think it's extremely important that we as Christ followers read the whole word of God. We don't just stay in the New Testament and just read the New Testament or the books that are easy to read. We don't always avoid Leviticus, <laughs> right? But we read the whole word of God because that is his entire message to us. So all scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching Pick your feet up off the floor for this one. Rebuking, <laughs> correcting, and training in righteousness so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. Listen, there is simply not an excuse for us as Christ followers not to be thoroughly equipped because he's given us his word. And every one of us have access to it. Mark Batterson said this, the surest way to get into the presence of God is to get into the word of God. It changes the way we think, the way we feel, 
the way we live and the way we love. It's not, I think, one of the easiest ways. There, there's two things that are very consistent in my life. It's worship and word. I'm going to spend time in God's word, and I'm going to spend time in worship. And both of those for me are so vital. But God speaks to his word today. And I would say this, don't get discouraged if you're getting into God's word and you kind of in that time, let's just say you have 10 minutes or 15 minutes or, or you're, you're just setting aside, I'm going to read this chapter. Uh, and you get to the end of that chapter and you're just like, I'm not quite sure what he's saying. Don't be discouraged by that. The more time you spend in God's word, the more you'll understand what he's speaking to you. And listen to me, I'm not saying that we're, we're trying to translate what we're reading. It's already there for us. I believe that God's word is pretty clear. So let's spend time in it. And if you're having a hard time understanding what he's speaking, maybe read a little bit more. But I would just say stay more consistent because the more consistent you are, the more you'll understand what he's speaking. God's word to us today gives us truth to live by. It challenges our rebellion. I don't know how many times I've been in scripture, and as I read a scripture, it's just like, whoa. Anybody else there with me? Like, oh, I'm not so, I'm not so good at that one. That one's a hard one for me, right? It challenges us. It challenges our rebellion. It corrects our error, just like those GPS, those navigation apps. When you take a misstep, God's word can bring you right back to the truth and to the path that he's laid out before us. And it's, it guides us to what is right. It guides us to what is right. Listen, every Christian should read the Bible, but the goal isn't getting through the Bible. The goal is getting the Bible through us, in us. So even as I encourage you, and you've heard me say, to find a plan that takes you through the entire Bible, the goal isn't just to make sure you read every verse in the Bible. And so at the end of the year, you say, I did it. I read the whole Bible. That's not the goal. The goal is getting the word of God in us so that when things are happening, maybe we can't quote the scripture and maybe we can't even remember the address as in, you know, John 3.16. Uh, but we know, oh, man, somewhere I was reading in Ephesians a few weeks ago. God was speaking to me about this very circumstance, this very moment. Like that will happen more and more in your life as you engage in his word. Listen, as we engage in God's word and allow his word to engage us, the Holy Spirit will speak to us, giving insight for life. We see this in Psalms 119, 105. Let's close our eyes just for a few moments. This, this subject, especially this, I mean, this whole series, hearing God speak to us, is so, so important. So maybe even as we went through this morning, some of the things jumped off the page for you. Maybe your life is, maybe your life is too busy. Only you can change that. But maybe your life is too busy. Maybe there's just, maybe there's too many distractions. What I'm asking the Holy Spirit to do in these last moments, and by the way, this would be hearing God. <laughs> I'm asking the Holy Spirit to speak to us, to reveal the things in our life that are just keeping us from hearing Him. Is it that your relationship with Him isn't close? And if that's the case, then just recognize that this morning. Listen, that won't be accompanied by guilt and shame. That's going to be accompanied by a very loving whisper from Father God saying, I want you to draw close. 
What in your life is distracting you from hearing God? God, I know that you've spoken in just those few moments. You've spoken and you've, you've revealed some things to us. And so I, I pray that we would heed your voice this morning. And we wouldn't just hear it and leave from this place and forget it, but that we would hear it and immediately begin to, to take some steps to, to change, to remove distractions, to slow our lives down, to set aside time every day just to be quiet and just to listen. Or whatever it is that you reveal to us, Lord, uh, just give us the strength and the boldness to, to make those changes right now. Not just in our hearts, but we begin to put some action steps with that as well. Lord, thank you for this series. And I, I pray that we would come to the end of this, this series in just a few weeks and each one of us would say, man, I'm just, I'm so, uh, I'm, I'm more in tune with God's voice than I ever have been in my life. May that be so in each one of us. With your eyes closed, if you're here this morning and if you've never accepted Jesus to be your Savior, I want to make sure that we take the, the time to do that. If you've never acknowledged that He's your Savior and you've never surrendered your life to Him, this is the time to do that and we won't embarrass you. Or I just want you to raise your hand so that I can pray with you. And Awesome. God, thank you so much for who you are. You are an awesome and loving God, and I so look forward to the many testimonies from this series about hearing your voice. God, I pray that it would absolutely transform and change our lives. In Jesus' name, amen.